Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Mile Rate. We're here to have a look at the uh, meeting. It was a big meeting at Bendigo last night, a metropolitan meeting, and uh, the first of four consecutive Saturday nights out to the uh, regional areas. And uh, it was uh, a night that was dominated, in a sense, by the locals. They got 50% of the races. Chris Svanosio and Julie Douglas training two winners. And Glenn Douglas uh, driving two winners on the card. Probably wasn't that easy to find a winner. There were three favourites in total that were successful, but there were also some uh, big price winners throughout the night at Bendigo. Rob Alba joins me, as usual, on the mile rate every Sunday morning. Good morning to you, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Dan. Uh, I had a night off. I went to see Sean Burgoyne's 400th game. Uh, Unfortunately, the Hawks got a nice toweling, and I was keeping a close eye on Bendigo Trots, and there were some winners that we've been black booking uh, from the mile rate program getting up last night, so hopefully there was a few people that might have followed in with some of them. Yeah, I hope so too, and we'll get to uh, at least one of those shortly. Uh, The fast class race of the night, Rob, was the... uh, Simmons-Holmes-Bendigo pace, but uh, it brought together a really good field, but also the return of uh, the promising Western Sonidor, um, who was uh, returning after a break and uh, with the prospects of also heading up to Brisbane. He uh, returned, he was able to get to the front, he got to the front pretty cheaply, and uh, in the end his uh, condition uh, just uh, held out for him to get home narrowly from the very brave and very consistent Torrid Saint. Western Sonidor, good to see him back after winning race number seven. As they head for home past the 400, just behind the speed, always fast, and coming into it now strongly was uh, Sir Ledick. He's coming into it strongly out four and five wide. Western Sonador went 28-5 only down the back. The outside, boy from Bondi, along the inside, Torrid Saint with Rupert of Lincoln in the lane. Western Sonador, he's had it to himself, coming through Torrid Saint. Western Sonador digging deep, Torrid Saint's diving. Western Sonador first up, beats Torrid Saint in a dash home. Third's very close. Yeah, it was. Um, I was actually a little bit worried in the stabling area. It was really quiet and a completely different horse to what I had in Sydney. So, um, but yeah, this time in, he's just done everything so easy. He's had a couple of trials; they were easy. He's, hasn't been put under any pressure yet. So, um, coming into the race, I was just a little bit concerned that he might be un- a bit underdone. But um, yeah, once we got the front easy, relaxed and dropped the bit, and yeah. Was good. The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. That was Beck Bartley, the winning driver and uh, co-trainer with Steve O'Donoghue, taking out. Uh, the uh, free-for-all with Western Sonyador, Rob, he's, he's shown that he's a very promising pacer. That's a pretty good base to work off. He, I think it was important in the end that he was able to cross and lead and then dictate, uh, but I'm sure he'll improve, improve leaps and bounds, but he'll have to because the plan is to go up to the Blacks of Fake in three weeks' time. Yeah, look, he's a very promising horse. He's won over 100,000. Uh, he's only had, what, 22, 23 starts and terrific last night. Uh, we've seen him race well fresh in the past and that's exactly what he did last night. He was able to find a lead pretty comfortably from Torrid Saint who sat behind it and came at him late, uh, but Western Sonyador was too good. Terrific run, Torrid Saint, once again. The eye-catching run was Atlanta, uh, who was uh, well back in the field, one out, six back, uh, was able to roll through after there's some interference in the race and she finished off the race really well. It was an eye-catching run. Rupert of Lincoln's racing really honestly. Boy from Bondi did some work. Uh, 
Obviously, the, the worry there was Shadow Sacks. He, he dropped out uh, a fair way from home after moving into the breeze pretty comfortably. He was stood down uh, 14 days, uh, based also he'll require an ECG and stood down one trial. So not all is well with Shadow Sacks, which is really uh, unfortunate to see. Added a beaten brigade. Look, ideal from some magic continues to race honestly. Better beat a bomb. They couldn't get in the race. They were just back in the field. The tempo was against them. They went 157-2 last two quarters, 28-6 and 27, which made it impossible from anything from back in the field. Santa Casa Beach, I thought, made up ground from back in the field. It was a nice effort. Always fast. Did some work. Galloped in the home straight after getting a bit of contact to its legs. But I think out of the race. Uh, look, the best one probably you need to black book is uh, Yolanta, but Western Sonyador, there's plenty more improvement to come from him. And perhaps some forgives for Santa Casa Beats, always fast rack em up Tiger Pie when Shadow Sacks dropped out, uh, deemed to have cardiac arrhythmia, Rob, and uh, so maybe some excuses for some of those horses, particularly with the, with the slowish speed. Uh, but the winner's a good horse, and it's good to see him back Western Sonyador. Uh, race 8, this was the uh, free-for-all for the Trotters. This was a good race, um, a, a very close finish. Elder Baron Crescent looked like she was home in the straight, but race changed complexion in the last 50 metres. The 8-3 fast quarter down the back. A quick half from the 1200 to the 400 where the leader is Elderbaran Crescent. The outside a metre away is Sparkling Success. Majestic Courtney's about to angle up for the sprint lane. Kiang Levana still soldiering on and then Travel Bug in the lane. Elderbaran Crescent with a kick. Majestic Courtney's coming through late. Kiang Levana it's a close go. Elderbaran Crescent clinging onto the wire. Diving Travel Bug made it very close. Coming through with Majestic Courtney and they've grabbed Elderbaran Crescent in the shadows of the post. Kiang Levana Havana's running fourth. Spark. He travelled the. He travelled really good the whole way, and um, I just thought if I can, um, you know, get get some clear air early enough, he um, he would run home really good. And um, yeah, he was lucky enough to get up the inside of Kate, and um, yeah, he just really stuck on, and he um, yeah, he didn't just didn't get tired. What happened in those concluding stages? Because it looks like you, you and Majestic Courtney decided to join hands and jump over the line together. Do, do, do you know exactly what occurred there? And has there been a, a touch there between you and Majestic Courtney? I don't think it's going to cause any uh, problems for keeping the race, but what has transpired there in the last 10 or 15 metres? Yeah, just uh, kind of, yeah, I was, we are both pretty, like, driving our horses out and um, her horse might have ran in and I just ran out a little and we just bumped wheels, but I thought, yeah, I thought that was all good, though. Like, we only just bumped wheels, so, yeah. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And that was Ryan Sanderson and, uh, and Jason Bonington there asking the, the question to uh, Ryan, young man who's really going places and, and great to see uh, with uh, trainer Jason McNulty travel bug. Maybe the punters uh, didn't think it was great because I think he was around 70 to 1, Rob. Um, he'd been going so well, hadn't he? But um, that race... Uh, I say it changed complexion, but uh, you couldn't see Travel Bug winning about 20 metres out. Um, in fact, the only result looked like it would be Elder Baron Crescent, but the last 10 metres or so, she really tiptoed. Yeah, look, I uh, watched the replay this morning. Uh, I've seen the results last night. I actually had something like Majestic Courtney myself, because I think we uh, highlighted... Not uh, the only one. Was not... 
Uh, okay, so you were with me, righto. And uh, and Travel Bug, who we've been uh, black booking as well uh, in recent weeks. So I must admit, when I was watching it this morning, I thought, how did this horse get up and win? And you can mm. you can feel for Lockie because uh, he, he probably was thinking exactly the same thing half up the straight, thinking, well, the only danger at Aldebaran Crescent's Majestic Courtney. And Travel Bug came so uh, quickly and so late. It was a great performance and it really deserved the win. I mean, he's been racing so well. And well done to Jason McNulty and Ryan Sanderson, as you mentioned, Danny, both uh, very talented. People. Majestic Courtney was a good effort. Third up keeps getting better. Elder Baron Crescent had its chance, battled on well. Terrific run, Kiang Lavana. Uh, she was well back in the field, three wide at the 600. Kept closing in some pretty quick last sectionals, 28-4 and 29-1 from my rate of 159-6. I thought her run was outstanding. Sparkling success, battled on well. Uh, nephew of Sunoco hit the line late. And Maori Law, who ran second last, uh, just looking at Emmett Brosnan this morning, was obviously, and looking at the stewards report, did carry a flat tyre. Uh, so he seemed to have plenty of horse left. So he's one that will continue to improve. He's a very good horse. But all honest to travel bug, thoroughly deserved the win. Race nine. This was a ten thousand dollar race. The Garrard's horse and hound three year old pace. But I think we're we're talking about a pretty smart horse here. This is the way Bondi Lockdown took out the penultimate. Trying to extricate clear of the pocket on the pegs, but Bondi Lockdown. He went for home. Went twenty seven nine down the back. He's done all the work. He's a sitting duck. He's starting to feel the pinch a bit. A piece of Lou runs on. Spring and he steps, getting his second win. Chillaby Dynamite's now getting into some open air. Starvin Marvin was struggling. Top of the straight, a real punishing survival of the fittest. Bondi Lockdown grabbed by a piece of Lou. Chillaby Dynamite then spring and he step. Bondi Lockdown. He won't be denied. He's brave. He's courageous. He's kicking back. And the topical tip. Bondi Lockdown gets up to win beats a piece of Lou. Yeah, look, we probably haven't had the perfect run this time coming in. Maybe taking him to Adelaide just took the edge off him first up and wasn't quite as forward as I thought and just haven't been drawing any good and he showed a bit of gate speed tonight but it just just millimetres from crossing and I couldn't. The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Trainer driver Aaron Dunn there, and he couldn't quite cross early, but he's got a pretty tough horse. It was a survival of the fittest with a very slick middle half there, Rob. Yeah, look, the lead time was 37 seconds. It was flying. They got a first quarter in 32.7, but they got running from the 1,200, 28.4, 27.9, got home in 30.1. He was able to fight him off. He, he looked done and dusted coming to home turn. You thought someone's going to run him, run over the top of him, but he just uh, kept fighting. He's a really good horse. Terrific performance, Bondi Lockdown. Nice run, a piece of Lou. He'll be improved by that run. He hit the line well. Jillaby Dynamite was terrific as well after being uh, working early. Early in the race, sat behind the leader and still ran on well. And I thought Spring in his step also, who was in that early battle, uh, he, he battled on really well into fourth placing. But look, uh, the, the honours goes to Bondi Lockdown. Really nice run. I thought the second, third and fourth horses are all going to be winning races soon. A piece of Lou Gillaby Dynamite and Spring in his step. Well, back to the top of the card. It was the Emmett Brosnan and Richard Brosnan prepared a Yankee gold. Uh, what he'd been looking for, Rob, was a barrier draw, and he hadn't had one for a while. Um, and we both had been on his tail for a little while there, suggesting not to give up, and uh, he's going really well. And, and the key, as it turns out, was the good barrier draw. 
Yeah, he started my night off well before I went to the footy because I, uh, I did like him and we, we've been uh, tipping him for the last few weeks to black book him and, and it was his race to lose last night. He got crossed at the start, probably worked in his favour to be honest. He, he sat behind the leader, travelled strongly, hit the line really well. They went a mile rate of 153.4. He's an underrated horse, Yankee Gold. I think he's still got more wins in store. Emmett Brosnan and his father Richard do a terrific job. Street Kid was a nice effort, led in the race, battled on well. Uh, Batman Barry was a really good effort, was full back defence and hit the line really strongly. He's one that uh, you can continue to follow with confidence. Daylight at Dawn, absolutely flying for Sean Kittle and Mick Bellman, battled on really well. Uh, Stingray Tara hit the line well from well back in the field. I think he's one of those horses, Stingray Tara, he just can't be used out of the gate. He just seems to be better when he's just driven quietly. He's ready to win uh, and, and he's worth following as well. So there's a few nice efforts. As it didn't have much luck, neither did do it, son. But look, I think out of that race, you can probably follow, you know, the winner, Batman Barry, Daylight at Dawn, Stingray Tar in particular, do it, son, and as all going well. Race number two, uh, another mare that um, I, I know you brought uh, to everyone's attention had been going pretty well uh, was She Will Rock, and she got the right run. Being uh, behind the leader wasn't a bad place to be early on in the night at at Bendigo, and uh, but a pretty good odds. So a bit of a, a surprise win to a lot of the punters, but it was the first thing of a training double for Chris Finosio, and Taylor French had the winning drive. Yeah, I shouldn't have pulled up stumps after the first, but uh, look, I look, I gave her a chance last night. She's been going well, Danny, and um, look, you know, I was surprised she held the front. I, I thought she might have, uh, you know, well, she led early, then handed up to Belladonna Girl, but she came out of the gate a lot better, and we've seen this. And Taylor French, isn't she having a great run for Chris Finazio? She's just driving uh, a heap of winners, and uh, she hit the line really well and uh, got over the top of uh, Belladonna Girl, who's going to be improved by that performance. They went 156.9 uh, mile rate, 50... Uh, 27-6, 27-8, last two quarters. So it was controlled up front. Love the run of moments like these. Came from a long way back for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars. Definitely black book uh, her. She's ready to win. Uh, Keying Shady was okay. Box of Chocolates will be improved. Uh, Divine Diva's going okay. And uh, Yanari back in the field wasn't too bad as well. So, look... Uh, Certainly moments like these is one to follow. And look, I think Divine Diva will be winning somewhere soon at very big odds. And Box of Chocolates got her tongue over the bit. Uh, she was first up from a spell and can improve. Race number three for the Trotters. Um, number 13 is lucky for some, and it was for the supporters of Brandlow Prince, bringing up a uh, double uh, for uh, Chris Finocio and, uh, and Taylor French. Yeah, look, it was a really good uh, run. It was, it was a terrific drive. I think Taylor really uh, summed up the race pretty well. They weren't going that hard up front. Two 1.5 mile rate. 41.9 lead time. They went 31.5 and 30.8 first two quarters, and she popped around to the breeze. I think we've probably worked out Brownlow Prince. He seems to be one of those horses where he's got to be up on the speed and doing some work. He probably lacks a little bit of high speed, and uh, Taylor really drove that horse, although it was a 10 out of 10 drive on her behalf. Cyclone S. Adams was good effort, battled on well after leading, sat behind the leader, got held up, and then hit the line well. Is that a bid? Ran on really well from back in the field. 
nice effort. Kyvalli Chief was a fair run. A duel in the crown was a good effort. Uh, Maori Shadow, Scruffy Doolan. Look, I don't think there was a bad run in the race. Scruffy Doolan, Bo Garcon. Prosthesis hit the line really strongly. Really nice effort again by him. He's going to win one soon for Kenny Tippett, Prosthesis. Norkey didn't have much luck. And Morgan Miley, after galloping, also made some ground. Again, very even bunch of trotters. I don't think there were, other than the rules don't apply who, uh, who, who galloped down the back. I thought all of them ran pretty well in race three. Uh, the uh, and that was a double driving double for Taylor Friends training double Chris Sfinocio and uh, Julian Glenn Douglas brought up the first of a double with uh, Van Danter in a very entertaining claiming race it was actually a really good field here uh, uh, Rob and, uh, and and Van Danter just uh, I'd say the confidence from the run where you black booked him a few starts back he went back this is a horse that's got brilliant gate speed but uh, he's been terrific from the uh, uh, with the trail at his last couple Oh, I couldn't believe he paid $5. Uh, he's been flying. I mean, we've spoken about him the last few weeks. He's been going so well. And as you said, Danny, probably not being used out of the gate and just held up for that uh, strong finish has actually really worked in his favour. Really good effort. Young Rooster ran really well after having a little stint up at Mildura there and came back and certainly hit the line well from three back to pegs. Glen Avril King was honest. Arden Voyager led in the race. Got run down, wasn't beaten far at the finish. Uh, Bonzel Benjamin, look, I'll be honest with you, he, he just needs to be driven totally cold and uh, just come with one run. Look, I, I think burning him out of the gate and getting up into the breeze these days is not helping the horse, and uh, I'd like to be seeing this horse just driven absolutely cold each time he goes round, but... It might be too late. He might be too far gone now. He just wants to charge up there. And Major Man Bar battled on, but got uh, got tired. But look, all honours to Van Danter. Really good effort for Glenn Douglas and Julie Douglas. They're doing a great job with their team. Yeah, they certainly informed they had a double at Melton on Friday night as well. Arden Voyager was claimed out of that race. So there's a, a couple of free uh, boxes at Andy's uh, uh, stables because Explicit Castle stablemate was also claimed on Friday night. Yes, well, uh, that's no surprise. I mean, probably those type of horses, you know, if they're hit up, uh, I'm not sure where Arden Voyage is going, I mean, or, or uh, Explicit Castle, but you sort of half think if they were up at Mildura around a small track in front, they might be hard to run down. Yeah, they probably would be. I think Explicit Castle's going up north to uh, to, to Brisbane. Um, well, what about this horse, Jimmy the Irishman? Uh, he remains unbeaten in Australia, just goes from strength to strength, and... I think he showed for certain he's even better from behind because that was a brilliant win to take out the fifth event last night, Rob. Oh, it was a brilliant drive. I think there's uh, there was a, some drives last night that really deserved 10 out of 10. This is one of them. Uh, Zach Phillips, uh, he was four back to pegs. Uh, he was able to get off uh, down the back and get out three wide at the 400, and he just savaged the line. It was a really good effort. He's uh, a, a nice horse. He, he wasn't a dear purchase, and Adam Kelly, as we know, always presents his horse as well. It was a terrific drive by Zach. He's in great form, and Jimmy the Irishman hit the line really strongly The win. Barroom banter I thought was really brave after leading he battled on strongly uh, would you mind sat behind the leader also had its chance I love the run of I'm no pumpkin it's one that will be black booking for sure it's uh, ready to win second up last night uh, wasn't far away uh, nice horse and it's going to be winning more races Tango Tara what'd you think of that run uh, last night Dan um, yeah well he looked like he was struggling a little way out from that backline draw so um, yeah jury out to a degree I'd say that favourite punters would say he was disappointing. 
Okay, the other horses that are going well couldn't get in the race last night. Valachi, Mongiana, Regulus and Jemson's Pet. All those four horses, just they were back in the field, couldn't make ground. But I think they're all going well. There's a win for them again somewhere soon. Uh, but look, the eye-catching run, I thought added a one that you really want a black book is I'm No Pumpkin. It will be winning very soon. Race uh, number six. Um, and this was Jamison Steele. I, I guess he w- he was fit enough, and he was the uh, the Johnny on the spot to take out the sixth event in a race where Hool in the end got a bit of the wobbles, didn't it? In the in the betting ring at the four dollars and highway to heaven, who's who's racing so well, ended up just starting the favourite. Yeah, really good run by Jamison Steele. Uh, he's a lovely horse, David Miles. And Jaden Barker seems to have a really good affinity with the horse as well. He was one out three back, got a three-wide trail at the 600 and hit the line really strongly, the score. He's a lovely horse and nice to see him back in the winner's list. The highway to heaven sat in the breeze and battled on well. Still hung over, came from well back in the field to run third, hit the line well. Enchanted stride was a fair effort. I'm no outlaw, was four back. The fence ran on okay. Major assassin back. Dom. Struve was three back defence, held up, came home late. Aussie Battler led in the race but weakened. I like the run of Major Meister. A couple of runs back for him. He's uh, not far off. He's the black booker for me out of that race. Uh, he ran second last, but I'm happy to follow him. And uh, Huli Nien uh, sat behind the lead and then broke on the home turn when going for a run. But look, it was a pretty even group. But I think the one I'll be following out of the race is Major Meister, who ran second last. On the last event on the card, uh, race 10, Julian Glenn Douglas combined. Uh, Toby O'Gara giving them a double. He only seems to win when he's about 25 to 1 or, or uh, bigger. Yeah, it was three back to pegs. So it ran on really well. He, Jesus, he, he got home really strongly, didn't he, over that concluding stage. They went a mile rate of 155.5. So they did run along 27 first quarter, 28.9 the second. So it was set up for something to get home. And Toby O'Gara, who was just smothered up, got the late split and charged through late for Julie Douglas and Glenn Douglas, bring up another winner for them. Uh, Vanity Bay was one out three back, ran on well into second placing. Really liked the run of what did you say? He, he's going to win one very soon uh, in town. He's the one that you'll certainly black book out of that race. Uh, number, uh, uh, what did you say? So black book him. Uh, he, he was sat in the breeze and, and battled on really strongly. Zubri had its chance. Uh, Mr. Jeremy Ingle had its chance. Sporty as ran on okay. Run boy run. Made up some ground from back in the field. Uh, but look, out of that race, pretty even group. But I think the, the one that you want to follow is what did you say? And uh, Rob, the uh... Queensland Carnival's in full swing and, and last night they had a terrific program and there was a good representation from Victoria but the feature race, it was a listed race, it was the Wandai's mate but it put together a really good feel uh, and it was taken out by one of New Zealand's best paces, the staggering part of it, this horse copy that started at $7, this is the way he did it with Anthony Butt. Room, Escalera, Cardles from Heaven, third quarter, controlled only 29 seconds. Spankham heading up towards the top of the lane. He leads three metres. Colt 31 called on. Rock and Marty gets to third, but he's three deep. Balarage behind them. Turn it up, bolting, can't get clear. Then Uncle George, spank him into the home straight, leads the way. Balarage taking his shot on the inside. Colt 31, Rock and Marty. Look at Copy that flying! Copy that over the top! What a win! What a win! Copy that! motoring down the outside he's beaten them Belarage second Rock and Marty third Spank him. 
$7, Rob. I couldn't believe he got out to that price. Spankham started the $2.50 favourite, and uh, he's only a four-year-old. He's got some big races ahead of him, the Rising Sun and the Blacks are fake over the course of the next couple of weeks, and uh, he only has to produce that, and uh, they're going to struggle to beat him. But I can't believe he got out to $7. I was just watching a replay as you were playing that on radio. Uh, he just came from nowhere, like he just joined in. Uh, he's a lovely horse. I'm not sure how he paid $7, but uh, he did. It was some that paid ridiculous odds last night, but he was one of them. Uh, he's a really good horse, isn't he? It's what, nearly half a million dollars. Uh, and, yeah, look, he's going to be a real major player over the next few weeks. Terrific run. Balraj, uh, after leading uh, and then surrendered the lead, he, he ran on well. But, yeah, look, copy that. Just did it uh, with ease. Uh, the Blacks of Fake, three weeks away. The Rising Sun, of course, coming up in the near future. Expensive Ego, Spirit of St. Louis was successful last night. And good to see Pink Alars with Matt Craven uh, winning race number six. That was the uh, first uh, heat of the uh, the Trotting Championship Series. Rob, plenty of the harness action, and uh, we look forward to doing it all again next week. If you're having a punt today, there is uh, a really good meeting at uh, Charlton, uh, which uh, starts just after 11 o'clock uh, today. So until next week, Rob. Happy harnessing. Have a great day at Charles and everyone.